Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast. This week's episode is a topic that is so close to my heart and I'm going to share some crazy beliefs I had. You're the first to hear about them and they're slightly embarrassing, but if it helps the greater good, then so be it. And it's come up twice this week already with clients. It was even a lesson I received via email, so it felt like divine timing to share it. Have you ever felt like you're searching for something? Searching to find an answer? Searching to find a solution? A product? A theory? Something to heal you, to fix you, to stop the pain that you carry in your heart. I hear you. I really, really do. There's loads of crazy examples of external things I thought would save me from my pain. And I spent a lot of time, money and energy on them. When what these external things do is actually hide the source of the real healing from us. So if you're thinking, "Mm, that sounds a little bit like me, then don't worry. Here's three big questions that might come up for you though. Healing from what? From life? From relationships? From our perceived failures? From loss? From grief? From stress? From fear? from anxiety, from lovelessness, from doubt, worry, inferiority, inadequacy. The list goes on. The stuff that we have been through, the stuff we're going through now. And what is healing? It's release. It's liberation. That word that I always use. Freedom. And the most important, that return to that feeling of love within you that you thought might have disappeared, abandoned you, never ever to return again. And healing is a return back to the strength in your heart and the recognition of the power within you. That's what we're doing today. So why would you bother? Because if you're anything like me, you might be realising or have already realised you've got to that point that no amount of searching, fixing, cacao chanting, sitting in lotus position or being in fish pose or drinking green juice or any ritual therapy has actually released you from that pain fully. They help, they really, really do. Cacao has a million zillion health benefits. Yoga has loads of benefits. Chanting does, green juice does. Honestly, everything I've just listed is amazing. Every therapy is great. But if the source of the problem hasn't been healed by doing all of these things, then it's the endless search. And that's painful. That's what Buddha calls the wheel of suffering. We do them because we feel like they're helping us and we get a temporary relief. It's like, oh, I've had that therapy or oh, I've had that green juice this morning, everything's going to be okay. But if you've ever noticed that the problem returns, then this episode is for you. Because what some of the rituals that we do when we've bought into and we believe in, 
They're not getting to the root cause. The foundations are still not in place. And today we are going to start to rebuild your foundations. Going deeper with this message, as I always do, it's all about where we put our sense of faith. So often we put our faith outside of ourselves to heal us. And then we miss the power of where our healing lies. We can give away our power and doubt that we're capable of great things. And then we wonder why we're still in pain. Have you ever had a recurrent health issue? A long-standing pain, something that is there over and over again. Because the root cause isn't focused on, None of this transformation happens overnight, by the way. It probably would be too scary if it did. So we're gently guided back to that root cause, gently coming home. One of the lines I love, I can't remember which book it is right now. And it talks about the small, still voice for God. So the small, still voice for love in you, that wisdom, that guidance, that infinite intelligence in infinite intelligence inside is always guiding you home is always guiding you the more we tune into it the more guidance we get so let's look at some practical examples of ways we place our faith outside of ourselves for example have you ever created certain laws for yourself Like if you eat a certain food, it'll stop you from getting a certain disease. Have you ever focused on protecting your body from getting ill? Have you ever thought that a certain pill would help you to get rid of a health issue? Have you ever thought that the only way to get ahead in life and to make money is to be in a particular career? Have you thought that if you don't do X, Y and Z, that you're a bad person? Have you ever thought that if you do certain things in a certain way or a certain time, then you'll be safe? Almost like mini OCD. You see, what happens is we create rules for our lives, laws that we live by, beliefs that we buy into. And I'll give you now, if you're up for it, two crazy things that I used to do. Number one. Please, please don't hate me for this. I used to think that if I drank cacao every day, my heart would open again from when it closed to all the stuff I'd been through. And it even sounds crazy to say it out loud, but in the depths of the trauma, it's like you'll do anything. You'll do anything in the depths of that trauma. For anyone who doesn't know, Cacao is renowned for healing the heart. Did it help? Probably, yes. The yoga workshops are amazing. There's a million, honestly, there's so many health benefits to cacao. Was my heart healed? No. Because the source of the problem wasn't healed and wasn't focused on consistently. The second crazy thing I used to do I used to drink a green juice every day and seriously stress over making sure the right ingredients were all in the fridge, I had enough of them and it was all ready and fresh as it could be. 
because I thought that, well, I'd read what was in that green juice would do X, Y, and Z. And it, again, it would open my heart. It was all the green stuff going in your body. But I was giving my power away to a green juice to make my body stay well and spending the rest of the day living in fear and anxiety. Listening to this, you can see the craziness. But when you're in that pain and when you're in that trauma, you'll do anything. You'll have any rituals, any beliefs to help keep you safe, to help make you feel safe. And that's where the power, we don't realise how powerful we are and how powerful that love of God, that love of the universe is within us, that we give it away to other things. Yes, they can benefit us. Yes, the therapies can benefit us and all the green juices in the world, purple juices for this chakra, orange juices for this chakra, honestly, they're all amazing. But if we give our power away, creating laws and beliefs that we have to protect ourselves from bad stuff and rely on bad stuff or getting healing from outside of ourselves, if we're relying on something external, this sounds like madness, speaking it out loud, and I've hardly told anybody this. There's only my husband that knows this. Another example is I used to rely on a doctor's prescription to heal a recurrent issue that I kept getting. So I went to the doctor's and they gave me this tablet. I can't remember the name of it now. I used to know the name off by heart. And it would help heal the thrush that I kept getting on repeat. And it worked for a while. And then it turned into a natural tablet that I took because I found this other natural way of doing it. And then it returned. And it returned until I healed the source of the problem. And the source of the problem, after years of finding this out, after years of speaking to gurus, after years of travelling the world to find this information, again, it sounds crazy. Why? Why do we not know this? It was something going on in my psyche. Something I was holding on to in my heart. Something I was holding on to in my mind. And the Holy Spirit within us, that wisdom within us, Holy Spirit always sounds a bit esoteric. So I never used to get, I never used to like that. Even now, I don't fully resonate with it. But that attitude within us, that right attitude, that divine power, us, our potential, it enters into our awareness at the level that we're ready for. So when I relied on the doctor's pill, it helped for a while. When I found the natural way and relied on the natural pill, that helped for a while as well. Then both stopped working and the recurrent issue was still there. Why? I was being asked to go deeper. What was really going on here? What was going on inside of me, in my mind, in my heart, in my body, in my spirit, in my soul? You know the levels from more than a mindset, the book what was going on on every level that was impacting me because here's the thing our mind can literally hurt us and it's crazy it actually it makes the body suffer just enough in order 
that the mind will fail to realise that it is the victim of itself. How mad is that? So we are literally hurting ourselves in our mind, in our heart, when we don't believe in ourselves, when we don't realise that we are at times at war within ourselves. What have we been through? What are we going through now? What do we fear about the future? All of that energy is bubbling up inside of us and depending on who you are, it will come out in some different ways. Yes, there are potentially blocks and these can be removed, but when the source of the problem is tapped into and there might need to be a lot of reminders needed daily at times, sometimes hourly, the healing within us can become deep and profound, but we need that word, that consistent word. This doesn't happen overnight. This is consistent work. Think about how long you've been thinking and fearing in a certain way, and then know that it doesn't just change overnight. Yes, we get miracles of healings and things like that, but when you're trying to change a deep-rooted thought pattern and a deep-rooted feeling within your heart, it can take time. And we live by rules of reciprocity, rules of how to be a good person, rules of what good looks like, rules of how we should behave, rules of time, rules of money. Yet we don't live by the one rule that would save us, that would help us, that would alleviate us from a lot of pain. And it's important because this could literally save us years of searching Years of pain, years of suffering, years of spending money, years of looking and finding the next thing to heal us, to fix us. It keeps us thinking low and it keeps our vibe low to help protect us from bad stuff, to help us get rid of stuff that we don't want. And the motivation there, that underlying motivation is fear. But when we come from the belief that we are powerful and we are strong, that we are connected to that infinite power in the universe that runs the planets, that runs the world, that is inside of us as well, we operate from a different energy. When we realise that there's another way, a deeper way of healing, then we almost enter a different world. One thing we have to remember every single day is who we are and why we're here. Who we are is an extension of the power of the universe that was created in the image and likeness of love of God of the universe. That same power that created everything is in us. We can create magic as well. But we have to remember who we are and why we're here. Why are we here? To extend that love, that power that's within us, to show other people that it's in us to help uplift the world. So often so many people are trying to find the purpose. The main function that takes away all of that stress is we are here to give love and to be love. We are here to make a difference in our life as it is right now. Then another worldly purpose might come along. But if we don't know these two fundamental questions and the answers to them and we don't live by them, 
we live in that world of suffering. So how do we heal and find a better, deeper way of operating day to day? Whilst knowing what's good for us, whilst knowing that there's great things in the world, like the yoga classes, like the green juices, like the cacao, like the chanting, but without relying on things as a crutch. How do we heal a heart that is closed, that's bruised, that's been hurt, that is hurting now, that fears being hurt again? How do we take that heart because it might have been that way for years, it might be deep-rooted pain, without sitting there for hours in a yoga pose that will open our hearts, without drinking gallons of cacao, without trying to keep searching the world, traveling the world to find yourself and fix yourself. We're going to look at six ways of healing yourself right here, right now, And try these instead and see what happens. Remember, consistency is key. The first one is to own your power. And know that the same power that created the worlds, the planets, all of the systems, that same power is in you. That same power that takes a tiny seed in a flower, lots of different tiny seeds and creates gorgeous flowers out of them that takes a teeny tiny little seed and creates massive trees. That same power is in you. The same power that takes the tiniest of cells that we can't even see, puts them together and creates a baby. Like that same power is in you. You are that powerful to take a seed of a thought, the seed of a new feeling and grow it into something new. You can do that when you've got that consistency, when you've got that motivation to stop searching and use your energy to go within, not in a narcissistic way, oh, it's all about me, but in a way of, I am going to unlock and unleash that power within me now because I've relied on everything else externally and I'm now going to connect to it within. The second step is to choose every day to do this, Choose every day to focus on the strength within you, not the weakness. Everybody has the light and the dark side within them, the strength of them and the weaknesses. We've all got them. We're never going to get rid of them and neither should we bother really trying. It's that everyday focus and it doesn't need to be a massive ritual, just a choice, a moment's choice with intention every single day of I am going to aim to access the strength within me today. The third step, this takes us to a higher vibration. So instead of focusing on overcoming the weaknesses and we focus on our strength and step one, the power within us, we are then at a higher vibration. In the visualization today, we'll tap into that vibration and start to feel it. When you feel it inside, imagine it moving outside of yourself. That creates a different energy within and without. What you're going to attract will be completely different. The fourth step is to ask for what is rightly yours. Ask for big things. We don't ask for too much in life, but for far too little. Because we think it's greedy. 
we think if we take, if we ask for that much, it will come from somebody else and somebody else will be left with less. We've been told to not be too big for our boots, that it's selfish to ask for more, don't be greedy, you know, rely on what you've got and be grateful for the small things. Yeah, be grateful for all of that, but ask for big things, ask for a big life, ask to use your talents and your gifts in a way to uplift the world. I remember one prayer that I always used to love and it said, may the colours of a flower have nothing on the colours in me, as in, let my light shine, let the colours within me explode into the world, let me be magnificent, why, is it arrogant, is it, is that too much for one person to ask for, no, that's your divine right, that is what is waiting to come to you, that's that pressure that you feel in life, that pressure, that restlessness, because you've got all of this good that wants to come in, and we kind of repel it, oh no, I shouldn't ask for that, oh no, I couldn't possibly receive that much, oh what about Betty down the road, if I ask for that then she won't get any more, and we push it away, the fifth step is to lay all doubt and uncertainty aside, it will creep back in, but we can keep laying it down, and start to rely on the strength of the universe within you to help you, you get more miracles in life when you know that you're a miracle too, when you know who you are. That's why this consistently, consistency coming back to that power within you, that focus on the strength within you is super key. The sixth step is to commit to opening your heart and opening your mind. See it opening, see your heart opening, see your mind opening to new possibilities, to new ways of being. Feel as much energy within your heart and within your mind as you possibly can. And this is why it's good to not have a ritual and not have to rely on something external because you can do this anytime. If you're in a supermarket queue, if you're busy, if you're driving, if you've got kids flying around, if you've got calls coming in, clients with you, you can do this at any time where you can reconnect back to your heart, where you can feel it opening. And it can be scary because it can be shut for that long. It's like it's welded shut, but it's starting to open. It's starting to breathe into your heart and allowing that energy to move through. It's the same with your mind, opening your mind, opening your heart and your mind to more, allowing that power to come in and to move, that energy to move through you, that is the power. So the six steps are owning your power, knowing that it's inside of you, not denying it anymore, not realising that it's not, claiming it, wow, I could be that powerful, yeah, absolutely. The second step is to choose every day to focus on this power and strength within you. Step three, that takes you to higher vibration straight away. Even if it's subtle, it starts to build up. Step four is to ask for what is rightly yours. Ask for big things. We don't ask for too much in life, we ask for far too little. But a lot of the time we're asking for something that we think will help make us feel better and help take away our pain. 
We're not asking for all of our power to be unlocked. We're not asking to be a miracle in somebody's life today. We're not asking for all of the good and the abundance, which means all of it. We just tend to ask for like a section of it, what we think is possible. So it's asking big, taking the limits off, blow the roof off the limits of what you have set. Step five is lay that doubt and that uncertainty aside. It, it will creep back in, but keep laying it aside. It's that consistency. Thank you for showing me I'm in doubt again. I'm going to choose the strength instead. You get more miracles again when you know you're a miracle too. Step six, commit to opening your heart and opening your mind. It might feel scary, but it's not. When you do it in this way, it's not just being frivolous and right, sod it, I'm going out there. It's this is this is healing. This is deep healing within. Just be willing to open your heart slightly, open your mind slightly. And the more you do it, the more it gently opens up. That no entry sign, that way you feel cut off at the minute, just be willing to try and try again. And literally the floodgates will open. You will be helped massively. What if you're thinking, yeah, but the green juices and the healthy food are good for us. They are. They are really, really good. I'm not saying don't eat unhealthy and go to McDonald's every day. But your power of healing isn't in the food. Your power in your healing lies in you. Yeah, but exercise means I can keep fit. And it does. It really does. Please don't stop exercising. Please don't stop eating good food. But your power doesn't lie in the exercise. Your power lies in you. Yeah, but taking that tablet makes the thrush go away or makes my headache go away. It might do. Great. If it does, take the tablet. Take whatever... Calpol, whatever, whatever the adult version of Calpol is, that's the only thing that came to my head. Take it. Sometimes you might go from Calpol and you might start to go to homeopathic products. Take them. But the power to heal you fully doesn't lie in the tablet, it lies in you. You can heal yourself. A doctor once said that my thrush, get this was caused because I wore thought because I can't even say it it's that crazy. So a doctor once said that my thrush was caused by the thongs I wore. I was like, what the actual F U C K is all that about? And I remember looking at her thinking, what? Like loads of women in the world would have it. And when I went deep with it, why did I have to go deep with it? to understand what in my mind and my heart had helped to create that symptom of a mind and a heart not at ease. And yes, the prescription helped for a while, but then I was asked to go deeper. Then the natural tablet helped for a while, then it didn't, then I was asked to go deeper. What was going deeper all about? Like I said, it took me years to find this out, travelling the world, learning all about even reflexology and the bottom of the feet and 
how we store things in the body and it was linked to a deep rooted fear a very deep rooted fear that I wasn't good enough as one particular person in my life as an intimate person you heal the fear you release yourself you unleash yourself you start to grow your confidence and your power and the strength within you and the thrush went away and that took me 15 years to comprehend I even thought a trip away for a month to help me find myself would fix it all. And nope, it didn't. Because I went away on that on that exotic holiday with me, with my head, with my heart, with these same beliefs coming with me, packed in my suitcase. Same beliefs, same theories, rituals, all this craziness that I clung to to help me feel safe in life when I didn't need anything externally to make me feel safe. The answer lies in following the six steps above on repeat until you fully believe in who you are, why you're here, how powerful you are, what strength and power you already have within you and how you're not here to worry over the small things but you're here to make a massive impact and create an amazing life, to shine brightly, to uplift the world, to transform situations that aren't exactly how you want them to be right now because the world needs more of you right now. Whatever you're going through, whatever you've been through, pain at work, with family, in a marriage, in your health, in the fear of the future, whatever form it is, if you don't believe in yourself, if you're going through divorce, if there's pain that you're carrying from the past, pain now, pain that you're scared of in the future... You are entitled to a miracle based on who you are. But the issue is, the reason why you might not get the miracles you do is because you can't focus enough of the time on how freaking amazing you already are. It's not arrogant. It's not big-headed. It's the truth. It's the same for everybody else. You're no better and you're no worse than anybody else. That comparison can stop. You have to make the first move though and believe first and believe consistently. And instead of living in fear, we have to proactively, like I've said, sometimes daily, sometimes hourly, sometimes in some t- some person's company, moment by moment when we're triggered. Easier said than done in the middle of the craziness, I know that. But this is where it's like a mental muscle. Your heart is being trained. Your mind is training yourself back to that power within you. That is where your power lies. So let's do this. Let's, there's no better time than to take everything we've just gone through then. Take it into our mind. Take it into our heart, into our bodies, into our spirit, into our soul connect with it on such a deep level, soak it in, become, embody it, embrace it and let's do this right now in the visualisation. So as always, be somewhere where you're safe, where it's comfy, where you won't be disturbed, no dings, no bings, no kids, no work and take a few minutes to come back into your body, back into your breath and just let yourself go with a visualization and I will see you on the other side.
Okay, so sitting comfy, start to bring your attention onto your breath. It helps to close your eyes and go within. And inhale through your nose, feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. And breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. And again, breathe into your tummy, feel your tummy and then your heart expand. And exhale, release and let go. And whatever has come up for you today, lay anything aside. Lay any beliefs, any fears, lay any rituals, anything that you've thought outside of yourself would save you. Be aware of them all and lay them all aside. See them in front of you, around you. And almost step back from them. Everything's still there. The exercise, the green juice, the cacao, the yoga. Any beliefs, any fears, any rituals you do. Any pills, anything that you thought would help you, any body that you thought would save you, any place, any person, anything that you feel you've kind of clung to to help save you. Lay it all aside for a moment and connect within yourself, deeply within yourself. Connect to your heart area. If it feels right, you can place your left hand over your heart. And start to breathe in energy to this area. It doesn't matter how long it's been blocked, how long it's been shut. Just breathe into your heart area. And imagine a new stream flowing through your heart. It becomes bigger and wider. There's more energy flowing through your heart and it becomes bigger and wider like a river. You've got more energy flowing through your heart. And focus on your mind and focus on opening your mind like a flower opens. Imagine the sun is shining on your head, on your mind, and as it does so, your mind opens and blossoms. Any limits you've bought into, any limits that you believe in, you lay aside and you open your mind. Try and feel a sense of strength within you. A sense of confidence in your mind. A sense of inner strength in your heart. Try and feel a sense of peace in your tummy. 
Breathe in a feeling of love. Breathe in a sense of safety. Breathe in a sense of trust that everything is as it should be and everything is going to turn out perfectly. Feel your feet on the ground. Imagine you're stood in a beautiful field and feel your feet on the ground. You're connected to the earth and feel your mind open and connected to the power, to the vastness of the universe. And let all of your good in and let anything you need to let go of move down through your feet and go to the centre of the earth. Keep breathing in nice and deeply into your tummy, into your heart. And this is that reconnection every day, that commitment to connecting to the power and the strength within you. You might need to do this various times in a day or various times with a certain person or in a certain situation. Reconnect back to your heart. Feel the energy flow there. Feel the energy flow in your mind. Open your mind. Feel the energy start to flow again in your tummy. Notice what you notice. Notice a lightness, a brightness a sense of strength and trust, however small it might be, don't dismiss it if it's only tiny. All it takes is a tiny cell, a tiny seed, to grow into something gorgeous. The more you do this, the more you connect back, accept, become aware that, that there is a power within you. It's always there, it just potentially has been lying dormant. It's time to turn it on. It's time to turn yourself on. It's time to unleash you. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. And when you're ready, bring your attention back into your body, back into the room, back into your heart, back into your mind, back into your tummy, reconnect to that power, claim it, embrace it. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and come back into the room. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, gently rotate your neck. Ooh. And that's it. That is the consistency to connect back to that power. It's possible. It's totally possible. It's always there. It's always been there. It always will be there. It's laying dormant. It's waiting for you to turn it on. 
So enjoy turning yourself on daily. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have loved this message, please share it with somebody who you feel would benefit. You can reach me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at Laura Jane Hand or at laurajanehand.com. See you again next week. Bye.